Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Monday, August the 21st, 2023, and we will be beginning our walk through the book of Galatians today. Um, we got a little off on the reading plan. Um, as many of you uh, know, we had a big week last week. We, uh, we dropped off our youngest son to uh, college up at University of Florida. Uh, we did that last Thursday. And so last week was just preparing for that. Um, not just physically, but emotionally. And it, it seems like a long time ago, but at the beginning of last week, actually, we actually had a uh, two-day offsite uh, with the staff at Bayside. So we were I was doing that Monday and Tuesday. Then Wednesday back and uh, getting ready for the move Thursday. Um, so, yeah, so we are we are officially empty nesters. And um, yes, it's been rough, man. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's been excited. I mean, excited for him, obviously. This is like, you know, the most overused word in the English language during these seasons. But there's really no other way to describe it. It's bittersweet. I mean, it literally is. It's like, it's good. It's right. It's what you want. It's you wouldn't want it any other way. But man. Is it uh, is it rough to come back to an empty house, empty bedrooms? Um, just uh, well, and the other thing is like you know the house stays clean, and that's weird. You know you you clean up a room and it stays clean. You're like that's weird. <laughs> that's not normal. Um, but all those little things really do like they grip your heart, man. You know just the not having the car in the parking in the driveway. Uh, <laughs> my wife too, she deals with, uh, she, she deals with her, her morning, uh, by just work, like doing stuff and rearranging furniture and selling stuff. It's like, man, are people coming nonstop to the house, buying stuff. Like, Dude, what are we selling now? Well, we're selling this desk. You're not going to use that anymore. We're selling this bedroom. So, da, da, da. I'm like, Hey, 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 let's slow down here. We we gonna be sitting on the dang floor pretty soon. I know that's how you deal with this, but man, you are selling stuff from out from underneath us here. Um, so that each day gets better. Um, you know, uh, Thursday we did the move, and Thursday night was a was dreading coming back to the house with their everything gone. Uh, of course, Thursday during the day you're just busy. You got to move up there, get everything moved in, and so you got to you got to you got a task to do, and so you're focused on that. But then, when you're coming home, you know, first of all, there's a trail of tears from Gainesville all the way down I-75. <laughs> I can't help but think of all the other parents doing the same thing. It's just like just tear fest, you know. Um, just yeah, yeah, it's rough. And you, and so then you get home and you're like, oh man, that's gonna be rough walking in that door. And it was, it was. And then Saturday, and then the next day, Friday was just brutal too. So, um, 
but you know, we know that as time goes on and we get new new rhythms, you know, on our own, then that that pain will diminish. And um, and again, nothing to do with him. I'm excited for him. I mean, he's 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 having his best life, man. <laughs> Uh, he living in an apartment looks like the Taj Mahal, man. Looking over the pool, I was like, dude, you ain't gonna get no work done. You're gonna be out here looking over the pool. Look, make sure you remember you're here for, for education, remember that. So, but anyway, so all that to say, that's kind of why we uh, we missed uh, missed the podcast last week. I just wasn't feeling it, you know, just had so many other distractions and things going on, and so. We're going to pick up with Galatians 1. If we were to, if we were following the plan strictly, we would be on Galatians chapter 4 today. But I don't want to start in the middle of the book. I'd rather start at the beginning. Um, and so we're going to do Galatians 1. Uh, reminder that we are on YouTube. Um, I'm recording the video of this. So if you want to see the video of these uh, podcasts, you can check that out on YouTube. Uh, just uh, I think my YouTube channel is Terry Roland 1, the number 1, Terry Roland 1. And uh, you can check, you can see the videos to these podcasts. So I'll be doing that. I'll probably be doing that in, in lieu of Facebook Live. I'll share it on Facebook, but I don't think I'm going to do Facebook Live. Most people are jumping over on YouTube now anyway. Once I get enough subscribers and can do uh, YouTube Live, I'll do that. But for the time being, I, I have to upload the videos so they will not be live. But you can help me by uh, subscribing to my YouTube channel. And, uh, and then once we hit the magic number, I think it's just 50. Um, which we have way more than that on a podcast. So if everybody on the podcast went over to my YouTube channel and subscribed, then boom, it would unlock, unlock the ability to stream live. So, all right, you guys. Well, thanks so much for being on today. Let's jump into Galatians chapter one. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's do it. Galatians chapter one. Let's see what the Lord has to say to us today. Paul, an apostle sent not from men nor by a man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers and sisters with me. All right, so Paul is just, you know, remind, you know staking his claim as an apostle, right? being reminded and reminding them of who he's called to be and what, who has called him, that it's not a, a man-ordained uh, calling, but it's a God calling. I mean, you know, there's a lot of freedom when that, when you, whenever you're doing what you know God has called you to do. Uh, you know, it has, doesn't have to be an arrogant thing, doesn't have to be like a self-righteous thing, but when you just have an inward fortitude in knowing that God has called you. I've gone through some tough times in ministry, man, and one of the, some of the things, the, t the seasons when I've been just beat down the most, uh, what's kept me going is at the end of the day, I knew I was called. Now, I knew I was human, knew I, knew I made mistakes, knew I couldn't do everything perfectly, knew some people wouldn't like me or like my decisions. Uh, knew, some people think they could do things better, probably could. But at the end of the day, I knew that I was called. Like, this is what God has called me to do. And so, um, so when you're rooted in your calling, like, I'm called to do this. I, this is what I'm called to do. I'm called to make Jesus' name great. And I've been... I've been gifted with certain abilities to do that. Um, and your gifts are obviously different than mine. Mine are, mine, not, mine are nothing like yours, perhaps. But you're rooted in this reality that I've been called as a messenger of Jesus. I've been called to make his name great. And you have, by the way. 
and 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 with that calling of making the name of Jesus great, you've maybe been gifted with administrative skills or leadership skills or gifted with your hands, being able to make things or build things, or maybe you're uh, in the medical profession, you're, you, you're gifted with care and diagnosing uh, illnesses and helping people back to health. Those, that's, those are the skills that help you follow, follow your passions and your calling, which is to make Jesus' name great. So you make Jesus' name great by doing a really great job in the name of Jesus. And, um, but being rooted in that calling, that this is God has called me to do this, and this is how he's gifted me. Man, that's freedom in that. I pray that today that you are, you are rooted in your calling, that nothing shakes you. So Paul says that, I've called to be an apostle. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Yeah, he rescued, from our, rescued us from our sins and the evil of this age. Um, the present evil age, what is it? It's just the, the, the era that we live in. Every, this, the world that we live in, the, the, the age, the time, the era, it's evil. Before Jesus comes and uh, before we reign forever with him, it's, this place is going to be evil. It's influenced by the, the wicked one. And so, um, so Jesus has rescued from this age, rescued us from the dominion of evil, and put us into the family of God. Praise be to God. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a bluegrass singer right now, um, Oliver Anthony. He's taken the internet by storm. I just found a song last week, early last week. Um, it's got language, guys. So I'm safe. You know, he's like, I don't, this thing's got bad words in it. It does. The song has bad words. Not, not, not really, really bad words, but, you know, uh, level, level four bad words. <laughs> um, but you watch movies with bad words. So come on. Anyway, he, he wrote a, he wrote a song, uh, Rich men north of Richmond, and it just expresses the evil of. Yeah, so Oliver Anthony, he he's out there in this field and is just, and he's singing this song from his heart, and it just expresses the angst of this time. You know, the the uh, the big tech and big government and working class, um, not not having enough, uh, working morning to tonight just to make ends meet anyway it's a powerful song i've listened to the song thousands of times over and over it's like so even if you don't like that kind of music which i you know i like some of it but i don't i'm, I'm not going to listen to bluegrass like 24 7 but um regardless of the kind of music you like he sings from the soul man like from his toes like he lives it you can tell and um anyway that just made me think of this because it's the evil of this age. And he kind of he kind of sings about that, you know, just the angst, the feeling when things aren't fair, things aren't right, something's messed up. One of the key lines is living in the new age. You're an old soul living in the new age, living in the new age with an old soul. Like something's just not right. Anyway, uh, verse, again, the song is uh, Rich Men North of Richmond. Oliver Anthony. You can find it. It's all over the web. <laughs> um, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you 
to live in the grace of Christ and turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to, con into trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. Okay, so the Galatians were, people were trying to uh, get them back into legalism. You know, just trying to, a recurring theme to, to some of the churches in the New Testament is there were often people who were trying to get them to keep this, these rules and those, basically be Jewish, keep all the Jewish laws and customs, basically be a Pharisee um, before they could truly be the highest level of Christian. And Paul is always reminding them that Jesus is enough. Don't let those religious laws and regulations and man-made rules trip you up. Jesus is enough. And so here, you know, the, these, quote, other gospels are being thrown, thrown at them. You know, you need to do this. You need to do that. And Jesus and Paul is saying, those, those, those things that people are throwing at you, claiming in the name of this is good news and this is going to open up your spiritual life to freedom, he's like, no. It's no good news at all. Jesus is the good news. There is no different gospel. Verse 8, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be, a cur let them be under God's curse. As we have already, already said, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Like, plant your feet in the ground with Jesus. <laughs> all right? Don't go running off all these other gospels. There are no other gospels. The good news of the world is the good news of Jesus Christ. That's good. I mean, it's good for us to be reminded because all the time people coming out with new ideas, new theories, new books, new blogs, new videos. Like, no, Jesus is the good news. Now, we can grow in Jesus. There's always things we can learn about him. But if it starts to become a substitute for Jesus or in addition to Jesus, then Paul says, let that be accursed. That is not of God. That is not good news. Jesus is the good news. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? So some were saying that Paul's preaching was, you know, he was trying to pander. He's like, so he's kind of answering some of their, some of those who were, had been critic, critics of his. And he says, am, am I now trying to win approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? Mm, people pleasing. Mm. Man. Paul's like, I'm not, I'm not people pleasing. I'm telling you what God says. I'm telling you the good news. I'm telling you like it is. You know, sometimes we can be diverted from our calling because we, uh, we want to please people. Hmm. Well, my family will be disappointed. My, uh, my friends will be disappointed, whatever. And, um, sometimes, sometimes you, you have to disappoint people who don't understand your calling. They think they understand your calling, but they may not. And so sometimes, you know, people-pleasing, the desire to please people is like a chain around our ankles. And we only get so far, then it yanks us back because we can't live with disappointing people. And so we get cut into these molds of sometimes vocation, sometimes behavior, sometimes whatever, systems of behavior, because we, we just don't want to disappoint our family or disappoint loved ones, or disappoint people who expect this or expect that. Um, 
Sometimes the best gift you can give to yourself is to stop people pleasing. Now, listen, doesn't mean being a jerk. Some people, I mean, some people overuse this. Oh, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm no longer going to be a people pleaser. Well, I never really, then there's those people be like, I really never saw you as a people pleaser. Now you're just being rude. <laughs> you're just being rude to people now. You're being inconsiderate. You're being selfish. There's a balance, man. There's a balance between being chained to people pleasing uh, on the one hand and where it, you know, denies you the, the call, you know, the, the calling and the, uh, the freedom that you should have. There's a balance between that on the one hand and the other hand where you're just, you're just being rude and inconsiderate of other people who care about you. Um, but Paul here is like, I'm, I'm not going to please, I'm going to please God more than people. That's it, period. We all, we all should. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preached is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus. Paul's like, I am not preaching man-made stuff here. For you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age, among the people, and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my father. But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. I did not go to Jerusalem to, set, to see those who were apostles before I was, but I went to Arabia and later returned to Damascus. So uh, Paul is saying, look, I was not influenced by human beings when this good news of Jesus, I didn't get this just, just from uh, hearsay. I had an encounter with Jesus, and he's the one who worked on my heart and led me to where I am. Yes, I was in community with the saints, but they didn't, they weren't the, they didn't indoctrinate me, in other words. I had an encounter with Jesus, a revelation from him that was confirmed by others, but then I, just, I did what God called me to do. Then after three years, so I was in Arabia for three years, then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Cephas, which is Peter, and stayed with him 15 days. I saw no one, I, I saw none of the other apostles, only James, the, the Lord's brother. I assure you before God that I am writing you what I am writing you is no lie. Then I went to Syria and Cilicia. I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea of Judah of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard the report the man who was formerly who was formerly persecuting us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy and they praised God because of me. So Paul's establishing his uh, in this first chapter his calling and the importance of Jesus alone, the gospel of Jesus alone, and uh, again establishing his rootedness in his calling, and uh, that it was from Jesus. It wasn't the fabrication, the creation of human beings. It was Jesus, and um, and he's trying to shoot it straight with them. Well, I pray today that you are rooted in your calling, that you sense the what God has called you to do. You have. You have the power to please him and not to be uh, 
chained down by people pleasing. Um, that that um, that sometimes sinister thing in us of just wanting to please people, make people happy, uh, and that that manifests itself in the inability sometimes to say no, the inability to to turn things down, the inability to set boundaries. Uh, and sometimes the inability to do that creates just an angst in us. We're just we're always feeling like we our lives are dictated by other people's agenda because we don't want to disappoint them. And so I can't follow what God wants me to do because I, I'm so concerned it's gonna make someone unhappy. Hmm. So I think we all, nobody wants to just make people mad. Like I don't like to make people mad. Um I don't. I like people to like me, but it's interesting, and I don't know why. I guess it's just the way I'm wired. Um, people pleasing has never been my hangup. Now I've got other hangups. I've got blind spots where maybe I sometimes don't take into account, you know, how people are going to receive things. Um, <laughs> I'm just foolish. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> well, no, they, no, they may not. <laughs> I've made that mistake more than once. Um, so that's my. That's my. Um, that's that's. <laughs> That, you know that's my cross to carry, um, but I but I know that people pleasing is a big problem for other people, um, and I, I want I mean I like everyone. No one likes to disappoint someone, so I know when when I've got to give someone bad news or I've got to have a hard conversation, I don't enjoy that. Um, so I, please don't hear that. But I but I don't I don't struggle with it like some do. People play, people pleasing that is not the primary motivation or the biggest concern in me. Um, so, but I know it's a big, it's a big issue. And so I pray that you can be free from that, not, not to become a jerk, uh, not to become insensitive or uncaring, still be kind, but to be, to break the shackles of people pleasing. Um, so you can go after, um, what God's called you to do. All right, you guys. Hey, thanks for so much for being on today. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for the power of the gospel that is sufficient for everything we need. Thank you, Lord, for setting us free from the evil of this age and planting our feet in the good news of Jesus. So God, help us to go out today free and uh, empowered to live out our calling, Lord, with kindness and grace and peace and boldness. Lord, I pray for my friends today. May you encourage them and strengthen them, help them know of your great love today as they... Um, go to meetings, go to classes, their morning commutes, their workouts. Show them, God, in your special way, uh, how much you love them. We love you, God. We thank you so much for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, you guys, thanks so much for being on. Thank you for liking, subscribing, and sharing this. Again, go over to my YouTube channel. Subscribe so that we can start streaming this stuff live. Uh, thank you for uh, being a part of this family and uh, growing and learning together. We'll be back at it tomorrow with Galatians chapter two. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.